Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Marcus, for having me on this phenomenal podcast. Just wanted everyone to know where you can find this amazing course. So you can check out tycooniversity.com. That's T-A-I-C-O-O-N university. I think we can spell that one dot com. And that's where I will post the course. You can also keep up with me on Instagram at I am Ty, T-A-I, Abrams, A-B-R-A-M-S. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And that's how you can keep up with me. I'm going to be posting a lot more content around stock market investing. So definitely hit me up. I'd love to hear from you. You can slide into my DMs and we can figure out how we can get you set up for financial and economic success. Okay. If you are in New York City and you're looking for admission into a top high school, please check out admissionsquad.org. We are always here to help you begin that pathway to getting on the school to wealth pipeline. And you are now watching Rebuke. Thank you guys. Hello, everyone. This is Marcus, and you're now listening to Rebuke. This is the Rebuke's 44th episode, and we have something special for you all. You can support the podcast by sharing the links to, on your, to the show on your social media, and you also can support the fi- podcast financially by being a monthly subscriber, or you could do- donate to my cash app at dollar sign Rebuke, R-E-B-U-K-E-E-06. That is R. Dollar sign R E B U K E E zero six. You can also watch uh, some of my interviews on YouTube by typing the word rebuke. That is R E B U K E E without the the dots and stuff. Now, I was strolling along Instagram and I saw this beautiful black woman in a graduation robe. So you know, you know, I you know. Some Instagram, you see beautiful women, you know, by me having the podcast, I look for beautiful women. Not, I don't look for beautiful women, but <laughs> but I look for uh, topics to talk about on my podcast. And so I know there's this woman in the graduation robe in a video, and she talks about a topic that I'm very interested in. You know, I have a strong passion for. So, of course, I did my research and found out that this woman is a beast in the education and business realm. And I was very interested in something that she created that I believe children should learn at a very young age. And I wish I had learned at a very young age. That's is investing in stocks. Now, this young woman is a has a mathematics degree from Duke. Has an appearance on ABC, I mean, I believe NBC, Fox, CBS, and, and New York Post. Has her own YouTube channel. Yeah, uh, which I checked out a couple of, a couple of the videos. And I want to introduce everyone. Uh, before I introduce to, uh, her to everyone, I want to give the title of this show. The title of this show is called Young and Invested. So no further ado of introducing this beautiful educated and wonderful person 
Her name is Tia Abrams. Did I say that right? Ty. Ty yeah. Abrams. Like Ty food, the tie that you wear, all of those things. <laughs> okay, cool. Ty Abrams. I'm going to call you Miss Abrams throughout the show, so I won't mess up with you. That sounds good. <laughs> now, you've been all over the news, uh, like I stated earlier, and I love the fact that you have a strong passion for the youth because I used to do um, outreach in the city of Detroit years ago, and that was my passion for the youth and the homeless and, you know, and the unfortunate. What sparked your interest in children, especially teenagers? I truly believe that I'm called to working with the youth. So this is a God assignment, I call it. Uh, But to go more deeply, when I was in middle school, there was a parent of a student that I went to school with that invested in about seven of us to become two grade levels ahead in math. And that's what literally sparked my whole career as a mathematician. And when I thought back on it, I realized, wow, that was one person who intervened on my behalf to give me this competitive advantage. There were other pieces of information that he shared with us, the importance of entrepreneurship, the importance of controlling your own time, the importance of having a global mindset. And when I thought back on it, I realized, wow, like investing in children really can make a difference. Case in point, he invested in me and now I've invested in thousands of people based on his tutelage. So it just really moved me. And when I thought through, you know, my career, I started off as an investment banker. I I did business analytics consulting as well. I wanted to think through how could I have a meaningful, impactful career? And the first thing I thought about was, of course, mathematics, because that's my first love. And the second thing I thought about was children, because they literally are uh, the nation's future leaders. And so if I could play a role in shaping the minds the skill set, the discipline, the know-how of the next generation of leaders, I know that I could be proud of the world that I'm going to be walking into in the next 30 to 50 years. (laughs) Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. You know what? Growing up, um, I was more interested in sports and women and, you know, girls at the time. They they weren't women yet. But I didn't know anything about stocks, bonds, ETFs, and all that like I do now. What made you want to start this program for teaching teens how to invest in stocks? You'll notice a lot of my story is about correcting what I didn't have or Mm -hmm. providing what I had at scale. That's literally how I've built my whole career. So what happened to me? I went to Duke. I, you know, took out $100,000 of debt. After interest, it was $143,000. Here I am, a 22-year-old, and I could brag about having the Duke degree, but I was scared. I didn't know how I was going to pay this thing off. Mm. So my first strategy to paying it off was building my own company, uh, but I also could have leveraged the stock market. So I remember when I graduated, I graduated in 09. And to be honest, I did have maybe $5,000 in the stock market. Two things happened. I gave a friend of mine 5,000 to invest in uh, a currency, uh, uh, the currency market, and he lost it. Okay. God, Lee. So I actually like was against the stock market for years. (laughs) The second thing that happened, I worked hard, you know, got these great grades, went to Duke, graduated, and the stock market crashed. And Mm -hmm. a lot of us had very limited choices around our first career. Uh, So I did have, I landed a seat at, you know, at Booz Allen Hamilton was great, 
but I was not trustworthy of the stock market. First, my friend lost my $5,000 from my investment banking internship. And then um, I was seeing people getting laid off and fired left and right. So I didn't have a lot of faith. So I did have about another three to 4,000 in the stock market. And I wanted to say it was a Roth IRA, but I looked at my mom. I was like, mommy, I don't trust this stock market. I am taking all of my money out. Okay. So those are my, those, that was the two first encounters I had with the stock market. So that's 2009. Fast forward, I'm looking at where I am in 2015. I had no investments. I still had 60,000 of student loan debt. And I looked at the stock market and I was like, if I would have kept even that $3,000 in the stock market, that could have been a good 25,000 and I could have just paid off a big chunk of my debt. Right. So I was just looking at myself like, you're not making good decisions here. You had the exposure to the information, but because of fear and because you didn't take time to really learn it, you missed out on a tremendous opportunity to, to have a shortcut instead of working your behind. I'm not saying working hard is not a good route, but working smart is even better. Right. But with that, you know, fast forward. Yes, I, I did pay off all 143,000. I did it in seven years. So here I am. I'm 28. I'm debt free. But guess what? Debt freedom does not mean financial freedom. So I'm just like, oh, man. So I spent all these years getting debt free. And now I still got to figure out how to become financial free because that's my actual goal. And so that's when I started investing in the stock market. So since then, you know, my portfolio has grown significantly. I have stocks. I have bonds. I have, um, you know, the retirement funds. I also still have multiple streams of income as an entrepreneur. And I was just like, I'm now seeing it multiply faster because I've been diligent since I was 27. So I'm just like, okay, if I could get this to work for me, someone who had six figure debt, you know, came from a single parent household. I mean, I had so many things working against me and they wanted to start a whole company like and I didn't have anyone in my in my family that was an entrepreneur. So I had a lot of financial setbacks, you know, in my 20s and still managed to build a six figure investment portfolio. So I was just like this thing works. <laughs> it is, it's something called the power of compound interest. And as long as you play the game early enough, you can benefit. So when I think through all of the children I support, and, and most of my company so, uh, focuses on academic enrichment and providing students access to accelerated uh, training so they can gain access to competitive high schools, competitive middle schools, they can stand out. Uh, but we all know the degree alone is not enough. So I said, how then can I ensure that students are not just, you know, smart, but they're also economically secure? And that's where teaching them the importance of understanding the stock market and through that, understanding what is a company? How are companies healthy? How do you measure that? How do you read financial statements? You know, figuring out how they can master these disciplines early on can impact them in so many arenas. Uh, and so that's where I decided to start, you know, teaching students how to invest in the stock market. And it really came out of the global pandemic. You know, I felt that the students had time on their hands. I felt that parents didn't know what to do with that time. And I'm like, give me your children. I will build them into what I know that they need to be. <laughs> so that's actually when I birthed uh, the first uh, course, the first live masterclass for the investment course for teens. That's beautiful. The beautiful. And I learned the stock market scare money don't make money. And I was like you, I was very, I'm very conservative. And, and I actually taught my good friend, uh, Carlton, uh, he, he listened to the show, shout out to Carlton Roach and from VA. And I taught, he was noticing I was in, had a portfolio in, in stocks 
and I taught him the game a little bit and I got out of it. And one day he called me, he's like, man, I made $10,000 investing in Instagram. And I took the stock out months ago. So <laughs> I just want to let everybody know that scared, but don't make money. If you want, wow. if you want to make money in the stock market, you got, you got to do your research, but you got, you got, you got, you got to be take those risks as well. Now, going back to your program, what does the stock for teens program consist of? So we have uh, this two different levels you can participate in. And so far we've been doing live classes and I've also rolled out a course for uh, my church. So I'll talk to you about the initial uh, rendition of it. So the initial course is a live masterclass. It's simply getting students started with the stock market. So you show up, we spend an hour and a half together. I teach you everything you need to know about the foundation. Of course, we all know about what is a stock brokerage account, but we go a lot deeper to kind of build the mindset around how you become a healthy, smart, savvy initial investor. So this is literally just your beginning stage. So we sit down, we talk about what is an investment, what's not an investment, what's the difference between a trader versus an investor. We get into how you actually build your first portfolio. And I also share with them some of the stocks that I'm invested in. And I show them how some of them are doing. And we also talk about, you know, what do you need to think about when you're choosing your first share of stock? So that is like the masterclass that I want everyone to participate in. We've supported about 400 students so far in going through that initial uh, step of getting their first share of stock. Can you imagine being a 10-year-old? And my niece is actually eight and she owns Starbucks already. Being a 10-year-old, a 12-year-old, a 17-year-old, and you can actually say, not only do I wear Nike, but I own Nike. Not only have I been to Disney, but I own Disney. Not only do I shop at Amazon, but I have a partial stake in Amazon because we know Amazon shares are too expensive. Right. <laughs> right. But we can put a $5, we can put a $10 <laughs> and still own a little something, something, you know? So that is the experience I wanted all of our children to have to be able to call themselves owners. And I actually have this in my book, Who Am I? An A to Z Career Guide for Teens. I talk about different career paths and one of the career paths is owner so if you look on the o section you're going to see owner and i'm basically trying to get it into their subconscious that every one of us is supposed to be an owner you can own so many different things at so many different levels but under no circumstances should you go your whole lifetime not owning anything and in terms of how i can help facilitate that i felt that teaching them how to get that first share and there are shares for two dollars you don't have to get a $3,000 share of stock because a lot of people think that the limitation is it's too expensive to get started and that's just not true. So after we share that time together, like they really feel that it's accessible. And I have a couple of my students that already made $5,000. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) So they really took advantage of the the pandemic. And I, we talk about how to make money in a recession and how to, you know, flip your money, you know, especially when the market is down, your mindset should be lean into opportunity. So we do talk about a lot that I feel is going to benefit them when they start off their, um, their actual careers. Since you um, started the program, what have you learned about the students that attended the, the stocks for teens course And what have you learned about the parents that put the kids in your course? So two things, and I have to talk about the extended course as well. Uh, The children are hungry and they're ready. They're excited. They have the capacity. We already know that in many cases, K through 12 education was designed to, to create the labor class. 
Uh, that is what school is. It's not designed to build leaders and presidents and all this other stuff, right? You go to private school for that or you, you get special training for that. So with that, you know, they're just taking what we're giving them, but they are hungry for more. I actually sit my students down and I'm just like, what would you want to learn? Miss Ty, can we learn about, you know, taxes? Can we learn about checkbooks? Like, I have no idea what is a bank account. Like, my mom won't teach me anything. My dad feels that I'm not ready. They just keep telling me to enjoy my childhood. And what I find is the children are hungry for this information and they're ready to participate in the global marketplace in some capacity. Uh, and when we give them these opportunities, they really do rise to the occasion. So one of my students, I actually teach her uh, integrated algebra and like she's up to calculus now. And we actually like take some time and we talk about her portfolio from time to time. And we're just like, Miss Ty, Disney is doing so well. Thank you for giving me a heads up on that one. Like I saw the volatility, but I'm still sticking it out there. Like her language has shifted. And wait, 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 wait. How old is this girl using the word volatility? She is um she's 16 now. Okay, she's, okay. Um, <laughs> I thought yeah, you were talking about an eight, eight or nine year old talking no, about No, I don't think my my niece she doesn't have volatility, but she can tell me the 52 week the 52 week low she can tell me how much money she's earned on her stock so we talk about return on investment so she's you know kind of at a foundational level uh but my high schoolers can talk about market volatility for sure okay so yeah it's just about the same way we don't like to speak to i don't personally like to speak to babies with google gaga like we hope we'd speak to them with adult language i believe we should treat our middle schoolers and high schoolers the same way and give them that opportunity in terms of the parents I've met more men who work more comfortable with the stock market. And I find that I get the moms coming into my sliding into the DMs like, Miss Ty, I know that this course is for my children, but can I join? Or, you know, I was listening in and I was taking a lot from it. Do you have something for adults? So I find that women, you know, Perhaps they were intimidated because it, it is a male dominated industry. And in many ways, you feel like maybe that's just not for me. So seeing someone like myself, who's black, who's young, who's relatable, explaining this information, I feel like it's given a lot of women specifically um, the confidence to go after it, which makes me really happy. So I kind of slowed down on launching my course because I'm going to revamp it to be a mommy and me or some sort of opportunity where both the parent and student can benefit. And that's not, it wasn't my original intention, but after the hundreds of requests that I got, I'm like, okay, I got to think about this a little differently because we can't just empower the child without the parent knowing how to, you know, maximize the information. Mm -hmm. So that has been my recent adjustment. The other thing I wanted to talk about the course I did for my church. So that was not just a one-time masterclass. That was a five-week course where they still got their first share of stock, but we spent the next four weeks actually learning how to compare stocks. So we call it a comparables analysis. This is where we actually value the stock and we practice um, you know, the, the fundamental analysis of the performance of the company. So we're not just you know, seeing <laughs> where, the, where the wind is blowing today. But we are looking at the company's financial statements. We're looking at their earnings reports. We're looking at their projected return on investments, uh, what the earnings release is saying. And, and it culminates in a stock pitch. And we get to invite the whole family out. And this cohort of students got to educate their peers and their parents and their aunts and uncles about their stocks. 
And some of them actually invested. I actually invested in some of the companies that they were uh, sharing with us. So that was, I love that opportunity. So I want to expand on that more uh, for the children. Okay. I know you're from, I believe you're from Brooklyn, New York. Yes. Okay. Is this course just for New York residents or is this virtual? Can somebody, you know, I'm currently in Alabama. Can somebody from Alabama or L.A. Uh, that's interested in investing in stock, uh, uh, a teenager, and they see you uh, on Instagram, whatever, can how do they get access to your course? So anyone can participate from anywhere. So we're keeping these courses virtual. Usually if I'm doing a live class, it's usually a a Zoom uh, registration. And so all you have to do is sign up via the link in my description box and you can actually participate. In terms of the full five-week course that we're going to be sharing on the website, tycooniversity.com, that again is virtual. So you just have to sign up. But we really prefer to do it in cohorts because we don't want children out there just putting money in the stock market without actual guidance and support. So that's why we've been doing it in cohorts where we have actual professionals who can support them in figuring out when to get in because that is important. And we also talk about when to get out uh, because that is is going to be where you're going to make your most money. That's my damn problem, getting out. <laughs> you know what I mean? I make some good money and then I get greedy and then <laughs> well you gotta think about it right just like a roller coaster yeah up, comes down and guess what it's gonna go up again and it's gonna come down so instead of you trying to ride something out it's never gonna keep going up right mm-hmm. so you want to benefit off of those short-term opportunities um and yes no you don't want to get greedy what i do is i just try to think about what's my goal once i hit my goal i don't care what happens after that i'm out you know you have to train. It's really, it's really a lot of discipline. It's yeah. a discipline mindset um, for you to actually benefit off of the stock market. Right. Your courses teach teaches or show teens about which stocks to look at. Do you also tell them what stocks to avoid? And what about crypto? You know, crypto is hot right now. You know, it's like fish grease. Crypto is hot right now. So do we talk about which stocks to avoid? So yeah. We specifically focus on safe stocks for the teens. There's a there's an order in which you should take on risk. You don't your first goal should never be to take on the riskiest investment. So we want to prioritize. Talk, do you talk about what do they call it? Penny stocks? Go ahead. Yeah, no, we don't really push penny stocks. No. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I don't like your facial expression, but go ahead. I thought <laughs> <laughs> no, you're like, Mm-mm, that's too good for me. Go ahead. No, no, no. We there's other things. We talk about growth stocks. We talk about blue chip. We talk about other things. So there's, I'm, I'm never going to tell someone not to do something because you know maybe they know something that I don't know. I'm not a genius. I don't know everything. But what I do know, I share. Mm-hmm. And so we do figure. We talk about what you should prioritize. And the order in which you should assume risk. And that is important. You should not be out here gambling all your money and you don't have certain things already in place. So we get into some of that information up front. When I launch the parent version, it's going to be a lot more in depth because these are just children, right? So the children, what are they working with? Allowance money. In New York, we have something called the Summer Youth Employment Program. So they're going to all make a little bit of, you know, maybe a thousand dollars. 
So you get a, you know, your little bit of extra working money that you have. So the question is, what do you do with that? And that's how we coach the teens. But, you know, once I roll out the adult program, it's going to be much more in depth and, and much more about strategy. Um, you asked another question, cryptocurrency. Yep. So cryptocurrency is the, the wave of the future. There's no questions about that. At the same time, we don't have a whole bunch of fundamental analysis that we can do about some of the cryptocurrencies. So, for instance, Dogecoin. I don't know if you were following Dogecoin. A lot of folks. I had some and I and it fell and I sold it. I, I'm done with Doge. <laughs> Doge was based on absolutely nothing. It was it was literally like think about when you're in high school and the cool kids. Like mm-hmm. let's say there was a ball in the corner somewhere and the cool kids somehow just said that it was cool. So now everyone is flocking to the ball because the cool kids said that it was cool. And then one day the cool kids are like that's not actually cool <laughs> and then its value just like dissipates that's mm. what and it was still a ball it just was there it didn't serve any purpose it was just there and so you know you the value was really being created by the fanfare or the you know uh people who are in positions of power giving it value but it wasn't any inherent value so that's what i'm saying is that's very dangerous because one day it could be up, the next day it could be down, and it's not based on anything. When we invest in a company like Amazon, we all know what Amazon is. We've all shopped at Amazon. We know it's a strong company. We trust the leadership. We know that it's going to continue to expand, right? So we don't really have a lot of questions about Amazon because we we engage with it every day. I don't know what's a Dogecoin, okay? <laughs> I don't know what it's a Dogecoin. And when Elon Musk went on SNL, and basically said he don't know what it is either that's when it fell and i was really upset about that so a lot of people lost money so we have to also think about the stock market as raising capital for people um and if you are out of the know you are the you are the person that the money is being taken from so you have to be super careful because people can manipulate the stock market they have enough of a following or they have enough of a market positioning or people pay attention to them a lot. And that's what Elon Musk did. He literally can manipulate the stock market. I'm surprised he hasn't been given any fines at this point because that's what he's doing. And when you do that, you can literally steal money from people. So I just encourage people, when you think about cryptocurrency, look at the ones that have a real strong future, not the ones that is just the popular thing for today. Um, I also think, you know, if you have $20, $50, you know, then, and you feel like it's a good, strong investment and it's at the beginning stages, it's like a why not? So some people who did do that with Bitcoin, I mean, with Dogecoin, they were able to to gain something because they got in when it was like 0.0001, you know, cents per Doge. But if you got in too late, you, you lost money. So you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of, it's everything is timing. Everything is timing and you have to be mindful mm-hmm. of a lot of things. I will, I'm not going to say no to cryptocurrency, but I will say, make sure you're informed and do not treat it as, as gambling. And if you are still at that stage, you don't have the community or the support, or you haven't hired a coach to help you make these decisions, I would stick to stocks that we understand, that we know how they're going to move until you get to the point where you feel comfortable with cryptocurrency. Yeah. I sold that Dogecoin and and bought me some Wendy's, something I know. There you go. We know people want that fast food. Okay. <laughs> right, right. So um, 
how much it, uh, does it cost to attend your course? Your tr- mm-hmm. Do you so, want to go? I'm sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. So the the live masterclass, when I do host it, and I'm very strategic about when I do it, I do it when the market is down. Because what happens in the finance world is they usually host events when the market is up and everyone's excited, but that's when you lose money, right? Because we want to know buy low, sell high. So I'm very strategic about when I host my live masterclass to get you guys started, right? So that one is usually $50. And, you know, we spend the time together. You learn the information, you have access to the class, and then, you know, the idea is that you're going to go and get started with your stock. The The five-week course is much more uh, intensive, so that one is 500, and for that course, that's where you're learning fundamental stock valuation. You're looking at comparables analysis. You don't just study one company. Whatever company you chose for your first share, we look at the industry to see what their competitors are, and we actually go through the numbers, and then it culminates in a, in, a, in the stock pitch like we talked about. So these this is what I learned as an investment banker, okay? Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, putting together what we call public information books for the managing director at the firm, and they would go on the road to speak to the client. And um, this, is, this is the actual skill set that you're learning if you want to be on Wall Street. So it's, it's really fun for me. So that's, that's the actual course. Um, and it's literally grooming students for Wall Street. Whenever I, I expect that some of these students will pursue that in, in college and they would have already had the language and the experience this early on to be able to interview for a Goldman Sachs or Merrill Lynch or Deutsche Bank. This is the skill set that you're going to need to be successful in those interviews. Great. I think you alluded to earlier, you gave me a testimony about one student. You have any more testimonies of people that attended your course and and they came back to you. Miss Abrams, uh, this is what happened to me by taking your course. Yes, I'm going to post more because I actually was interviewing someone from my company and she was just like, my son actually attended your course. He made $10,000. I was like, say what now? (laughs) How old was the boy? Thank you very much. He was 17 and he took the information. Keep in mind, I told you I was strategic about when I launched my courses, right? So I launched it in May. I did about, I hosted it five times in May to June of 2020. That was when, you know, the market had bottomed out. It bottomed out around March, but even into May and June, there was still enough volatility to where you could capture Um, some more uh, depressed opportunities, right? So with that, they took action. It's the people who took action. There were a few students who didn't take action because they were afraid. But for the students who did take action, almost anything you invested in, you would have made money. And almost anything. Like my Facebook stock, I got 150% on that. Groupon, like I quadrupled the money on that. I had an oil stock. Like as long as you just took action on anything that I talked about in in that webinar, you would have made money. So yeah, all of those folks did really well. Um, this We just had another market dip just about uh, a few weeks ago. So I hosted a, another live class. So some of those students got in and I was really doing that for the students who attended the five-week class. Remember we had studied five, there were five students and they studied five stocks. So I wanted them to know, hey, now is a good time. Like one of the students looked at Tesla and I was like, 
now is the right time. I invested a whole bunch into Tesla <laughs> when I was in that class. And now I made so much money on it. So it's just so cool. So it's just like, as long as you make it a lifestyle and a discipline, you'll make money all the time. And you just gotta, you know, ride the wave, ride the wave. That's it. Beautiful, beautiful. Now, before I end, I, I told everyone that uh, you're a very dynamic woman and you got a lot going on. Yeah. So please, <laughs> yeah, got a lot going on. So please tell everyone about your other programs. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about, I want you to talk about Tycoon University, mm-hmm. the administration squad, and the books you wrote, you have written so far. Yes. So thank you so much. So Tycoon University is where I'm going to house all of the courses. So my name is Ty, but I also pride myself on being a tycoon. (laughs) So I spell it T-A-I because that's how you spell my first name. C-O-O-N. So it's like a play on words. And that's where we're going to be housing a lot of the financial literacy uh, courses. I still have academic courses there as well. And I use that platform to engage with schools. So that's where I sell all of my digital content. Uh, when we talk about admission squads, admission squad is like the main thing that I do. Admission squad is a nonprofit organization founded in 2016 on a mission to get high achieving middle schoolers into top New York City high schools. We target public schools, uh, which are specialized and screen. We also target Catholic and private schools. And the reality is a lot of our black and brown children aren't necessarily academically competitive. So our goal is to close those gaps and to help them to be able to compete. Because as much as I would love for you to invest in the stock market, if you have no money, you cannot participate. So the biggest gift I could give a student is becoming smart, getting into the right schools and being on the track to secure a six-figure generating career. Once you have that in the bag, you now have money to play with, right? And so we're literally building what I like to call a school to wealth pipeline. And that it has to start with high quality education. And once we have that in the bag, we talk about the career readiness. So that's when I wrote my book, Who Am I? An A to Z Career Guide for Teens. It's right behind me here. And why I wrote that book is we were rolling out multiple cohorts from admission squad. Students would come back to me. All right, Miss Ty, I got into Stuyvesant. I got into Brooklyn Tech. I got into all these amazing high schools. What's next? And I'm like, wow, like, so your parents are not talking to you about this. You know, the schools are not talking to you about nothing. So I'm like, you need to start networking. You need to get internships. You need to study abroad. You need to uh, make sure that you are mastering a valuable in-demand skill. If you can learn coding, please do so, right? So I had all this information from going to Duke and realizing that while there, there were a lot of my white peers that were light years ahead of me, okay? I was like, how are you starting a company and you're 18? Like one of my friends, She started a multinational company at age 18 while she was at Duke. It was a clothing line and it was shipping to all of these third world countries. It was like, and I was still just like, get good grades. And that's going to take care of me. That's going to ride me to the top. You know, so it was just like, there was another guy. We both worked on the phone-a-thon, like doing fundraising for Duke. And when he graduated, he was making 250,000 as a 22 year old. And I'm like, how did you do that? And he's just like, oh, yeah, well, I've been working with them for years now. So I actually have a skill set and I was an asset to their team. So with that, I was like, okay, there's a playbook that we are not aware of. And I wanted the students to have it in high school. So once you know in high school what degrees to focus on, what degrees to avoid, how to make the six figures, what skills to master, how to market yourself, a 90 second elevator pitch, resume um, writing, interview skills, like all of these things. 
it's important and there's no getting through life without it so why not start early so that's why i wrote who am i an a to z career guide for teens and um it's been helping so many students i have students who are going into college having started companies already they have business cards they're networking like there are many bosses in training okay and that's what that's ultimately what my vision is all about helping these children actually build wealth uh because we know that the scorecard is not just about a, a report card right it's not just about getting good grades it's about do you have financial freedom and do you have the opportunity to really live the life of your dreams and make the choices that you desire uh so that is who am i i also wrote a gratitude journal you know somewhere along the way you realize that one of the success habits is gratitude if you want to welcome more into your life you must practice gratitude on a daily basis uh as much as we want to complain about life the person who is able to see every opportunity including me being on this podcast right now shout out to rebuke I, I stand in gratitude for this. I stand in gratitude for this moment where I get to pour into the people who are listening right here. And so it's just kind of coaching them on how to practice that skill set, cultivate it so that they're navigating life in any and all circumstances through that lens. And my last book I'm actually a co-author for, it's called Love Letters to My Girls, and I teamed up with 100 plus black female dynamic authors. You think I'm dynamic? See all the other women in that book. And we wrote love letters to women uh to help them women of all ages you know i i gift it to the students that i've that i've worked with and when they do something that i want i think should be rewarded they will get a copy of the book um but it it works for adults as well and the goal here is to realize you can be and do anything you put your mind to and i'm not talking about gugu gaga like low level stuff i'm talking about build that multimillion dollar company you know a uh, girl boss you know or raise capital for your company or build that seven figure stock portfolio or uh buy buy a company right we're talking about the things that traditionally we didn't feel as women we could do but you can do these things right and still be a wife and still be a mom and still be a good steward and a, a valuable asset to your community or your church or however you feel you know the you know you want to show up in the world uh so that is a very important book as well Um this is what it looks like so I love it so much love letters to my girls and this is a book that I'm a co-author for so that's what's going on at Mission Square we're supporting 110 students right now I have a I manage a team of 26 and I stay very busy <laughs> so it's a lot going on but I'm committed to my life mission and vision which is to empower students uh to get on the school to wealth pipeline. <laughs> beautiful Miss Abel's beautiful beautiful beautiful. Well that's the last question that's the end of my show. But I would like to end the show with my last uh, my, my last rebuttal. I am I remember when I was a teenager and stocks were not on my radar. I got stupid too earlier. All I cared about was playing football, hanging out women, buying the latest rap CDs and stocks never crossed my mind now i wish going looking back on my life i wish my parents had ta- had taught me how to invest in stocks mutual funds and etfs but it's hard for somebody to teach you something that when they're not educated themselves um but I got in the stock market really at the recession. I think I got into start my Ameritrade account 
in 2008, somebody, some guy from Florida State, he, he went to Florida State and he dropped out and he came back and he told me about Ameritrade. But I was too scared and not educated enough about stocks then. And I look back on it like City Citigroup, uh, <laughs> so many other stocks that were under a dollar at the time. I missed out making thousands of dollars. Why I'm saying this to my to the people that are listening is because going uh, going or having your sons and daughters attend courses that Miss Abrams is teaching and creating will build generational wealth. You hear it time and time again on my show. I talk about generational wealth and how important it is because other races practice generational wealth. That's why I had Miss Abrams on the show, because I believe that her vision and her course is very important to the black community, teaching these kids at a very young age how to create generational wealth. And so at the time, they could probably pay off their college debt before they're done with college or they can put a down a put on a down payment on a home mm-hmm. or they can go into real estate or they can start their own business like she's teaching her 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 students. So I I, I commend Miss Abrams for for having the vision to start this school. I have I commend her for teaching the, the the teens because I have a strong passion for kids as well, but it's more on uh at the time more on a spiritual level, but economics it's very important and we have must learn that now that's the end of my, my spiel. Once again, I thank Ms. Abrams for the, for coming on the show to t- talk about stocks for teens, her program. Um, uh, and hopefully y'all li- her learned something today from Ms. Abrams before I leave the show. Y'all already know my slogan is that knowledge is power. Economic freedom is salvation. Mm-hmm. Now you put the two together, we can build a great nation. This is Marcus from Rebuke Podcast, and you uh and I'll talk to you soon. Peace. <laughs>